So for this, for this um, women's breakfast, I never really know what I'm going to do until I get woken up four o'clock in the morning. And surely enough, I did. But the only thing is, when God gives me something at four o'clock in the morning, I don't really have a pen and paper in my hand. And I know people say you're meant to have one next to your bed, but I normally have bottles and water to feed my daughter during the night. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so when I had a meeting with, well, not a meeting, a coffee with Lynn, she said to me something about keys. Yes? So here are the keys, Lynn. <laughs> Lots of keys. Now, I'm a bit of a last minute person, <laughs> but I know that whatever God gives me, I'll try my best to run around at the last minute and try and... Um, I'm quite a visual person, visual learner. Um, so I, I managed to get a hold of these keys at the last minute yesterday, and they were actually thermometers. So we spent quite a lot of time yesterday with a knife trying to get these thermometer, these little glass thermometers out, and they exploded. I had some of the stuff splatting on my face. It was hilarious. But anyways, I did try and scrape the glue out, and if I haven't came out properly, the glue, I'm sorry, because they're a bit shiny in the middle. But anyways, it's just a visual thing. If you want to take a key away, and if it is shiny in the middle, it's just glue. I'm sorry, it's nothing toxic in it, I promise. Um, so yeah, God give me keys. So I was like, what am I going to do with these keys, God? Um, and he said, I'm going to give you the key to unlock your future. When I first became a Christian, I didn't understand what keys were because I, people say, you know, I've, you've got the keys to your future, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, I need to have a visual key in my hand and what am I going to do with that? I never saw a visual key, so I didn't understand it. So anyways, I've got a key in my hand and God says to me, the key to your future will unlock your destiny. It is not a key to a brand new car, I'm sorry, although that would be nice. It's not a key to a brand new house. We are in need, well, not in need, it's not a need. We've got a roof above our heads, but it would be nice to have a bigger house. So we're, we're wanting that, but it's not that either. Um, what else can you get a key for? Is there anything else that I've missed? A safety deposit box. That would be great. You could just unlock all that cash. That would be great, but it's not that either. The key to your future, you've already got it in your hand because you have experienced things in your life that have just really weighed you down. You've experienced things in your life that have brought trauma, uh, pain, hurt, loss, so many different things. And we've been weighed down those by those problems. And luckily, as Christians, if you know how to, where's the cross? Where is it? <laughs> it's in the cupboard. It's all right. <laughs> Along with the flags. So yes. Before I, before I go into the next bit, oh that's, that's, you've just reminded us what I'm, I'm, what I'm meant to be saying next. Keys come in different sizes. Some are shiny, some are rusty, some are heavy, some are light. Sometimes we put the key where no one else can find it, and it's our key. We're only allowed to have that key. No key, well, apart from these, <laughs> they're put in a mould. Uh, no key is the same, really. The, the, it fits you know, it, the lock's different. You know, my front door key won't be the same as your front door key. And that's personal to us. 
so yeah, it's um, some keys are put under like a carpet, uh, under a rug and just forgotten about. God wants us to remember the keys. Now I know this probably doesn't make sense when you're actually putting everything down at the cross, all your problems. Go at the cross, put your problems down and you go home. But sometimes those problems are still there. Some, it's a process to, un, you know, for the outworking of those problems. Yay! Hello. <laughs> Thank you. You know, we do lay our problems and situations and circumstances at the cross, and then we walk away and we're just meant to get on with it. But it's not as easy as that. And for me, um, because, I, because I'm going through, uh, I've had 20 sessions of counselling, I've mentioned that before, I'm coming towards the end. But this lady has been an absolute blessing. She has been able to talk through things with me, um, as well as my journey as a Christian so far. And I've been able to like put things into perspective. Um, I actually feel a lot more confident this time at speaking. Um, so that's great. And she's been able to just be there and it, it's just amazing how God shows you things in different ways um, and I've, I've started realizing that I don't want to be weighed down my, by my problems I can go for as much prayer and all this kind of stuff but the, the things are still there you know and God has shown me now right what you're going to do with that problem you can lay it at the cross but there's also something else you can do with that your emotions and, and connection to that problem can be laid down at the cross, but you've also got the experience. What you're going to do with that experience, you've what that you've lived through. And without me knowing, I've already started to unlock the key to my destiny by using my experience to help other people. We've all been through different things here and we have a choice today to actually say, do you know what, the enemy? Yeah, I've been through that. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it sucks. But guess what? I'm just going to choose to stand on the enemy's head, which I'm publicly doing today after he has tried it completely again a week before. Well, not a week before. He's been doing it for a long time. You know, the enemy or what circumstances, issues. Just been trying to tear everything that I love apart. And I had the choice to actually not come this morning. And I thought, that didn't, I even said to Lynn, I'm not, that hasn't even crossed my mind. I'm not even going to, I'm not buying into lies that are here to come and take us down. Um, and I'm choosing today to let my circumstances you know, um, help other people. Um, just like we're aware of other people in the church who are doing that. They're not buying into the lies. They're not buying into what's being stolen from them. They're actually, you know, um, praising God for where they're at. And, um, you know, I just want to encourage you to do that today. So I've got a key. I did have 20. And the ones that are at home, uh, the glue didn't come out very well. <laughs> So, so I don't, I think, because we've got a few more people this time, so you can take the key, you can take the tags. These are not labels, they're gift tags, so think of them as gifts, not labels, because we don't want to be labelled. Um, and on one side, if you write something uh, that you've been through that has come to take you down, or something that you find still find really painful, or something that you continually see going through, um, you can write on the same side how it makes you feel, 
and then you make a choice. The choice is when you turn that over and you write on that back of the card what you're going to do with that experience to help other people. Now, I put three on and I'm not, I'm not daft. I could, I could have quite a few of them on there and that's, that's fine. I'm quite, I'd, the only reason I haven't written them all out is because I didn't want to use up all my tags um, <laughs> for anybody else. And I don't, and, and that's fine, I'm fine with that. I'm fine if it's one thing, I'm fine if it's like a hundred things or 10 hundred things on there, you know, because God deals with all of those things, whether we like it or not, even if we wanna hide under the carpet with the key, God will get that key out and he'll say, sorry, you think you've forgotten about that. You, you, you know, it's not happening. We're dealing with that issue. And it's just making that choice to say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to deal with that issue. I'm going to deal with it head on, even if it hurts, even if I cry, even if I, you know, I, I'm not dealing with it too well. There's people here and there's people in our lives that can actually help us with that. And, you know, we'll come here to church on a Sunday, Saturday night during the week, you know, and we've only just been able to pass around names. So it just shows how um, just by doing one exercise of passing these around, we've been able to actually, oh, so that's your name. Oh, that's your name. You know, you know, get to know each other a little bit more intimately. We're in this together. It doesn't matter how many tags we've got, not labels. <laughs> you know, God's working through that. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, for example, um, my, I'll just use an example. Um, when my mum and dad got divorced, um, my mum became changed from being such a very, you know, house proud person, you know, very busy to a very, you know, she just wa she didn't want to deal with stuff anymore, and she became so bogged down by everything that she couldn't tidy. She had stuff everywhere, boxes and everything. Her pain that she was feeling, she couldn't talk about it, but it came out on the outside, and you could see that by the way a house was presented. Um, and I also took part of that and wanted so many things in the house. I went to many different shops, bought so many different things. I had a museum in my house until God said, right, we're going to deal with that. And everything's going to charity. You're not selling it. It's going to charity. <laughs> because, you know, I, I wanted things and, 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 and God changed my heart. And he said, instead of wanting things, give so even now, if there's just one bag there, it's going to charity. I just, you know, I just can't, you know, I would rather bless somebody. And it all goes to St. Oswald's Hospice when my mum passed away. Um, because, you know, you can never give enough to say thank you for when somebody's looked after somebody who's been terminally ill. And because my mum had looked after so many people as a nurse, she n I don't really felt she got the recognition. So she's passed that on to me so i was able to pass it on other people and that's what i love so anyways with my little missions that go on grace will tell you if i'm in town god will send me on a mission and the kids will just go oh what you gonna do now so i went into town and and i wanted to bless someone with a, a marks and spencer's chicken um and and get some bit <laughs> so so um, you get three for £10. I'm sorry if everyone thinks ex Marks and Spencer's is expensive. It's not. Three for £10 is brilliant for me these days. So I, I thought, right, I'll get three. One for me, <laughs> one for the person who I'm going to bless. And um, 
obviously the other one had to go somewhere else so it just happened to go into the you know this little lady in front of me in the queue she had uh, a hand you know she's about up to here on me and her thickening of her hands you could tell that she was obviously pushing and pulling stuff carrying weight on her own and she was so frail but she seemed a bit feisty and she was really trying to connect with the lady who was scanning what do you you know the, the, well yeah the lady who worked there and the what check out yes that's what i'm looking for sorry i'm a bit jumbly with my words so anyway she um you know as they have a time limit of how quick they're going to scan everything she never really got that connection so i thought right what can i do what can i do and she had these massive bottles of water and she's putting them in this tiny little wheelie bag and i thought oh my goodness how is she gonna where does she live what's she gonna do has she got anyone home helping with her she got you know i just got into this panic and i thought right i need to bless her i need to bless her so she was asking about the chickens and, and she said, where did you get them from? And I was like, on that big shelf over there. And I thought she's never going to have time to run over there. So anyways, um, my son Lazarus looked at me and he's like, oh God, she's going to do it again. Like, so I was like, right, okay. And I'm thinking, oh no, she's going to have to carry this heavy chicken as well as the water. So anyways, I had the chicken in the bag. That was no big deal. That's just, that's just... Uh, I'm quite open about having a, a, a given heart because I want to be like Jesus. I'm, a, I'm his biggest fan. And um, I just said, bless you. And, and she said, I don't know what bless you means. And I said, well, where are you from? She said, I'm from Switzerland. And I said, okay. And she said, I don't know what bless you means. Like this in the queue and everyone's like, what's going on here? And um, so anyways, I just, I grabbed a hold of her hand and I said, God loves you so much. And she just filled up in tears and she got all shaky and I just wanted to carry and take her home and just look after her and and for that moment for that second she wanted to connect and know that she, i know that she felt god's love and um so Laz is like oh man we'll have to chase her so i was like right where is she so i ran after her i had places to be i was so busy that day and i thought no i'm gonna make sure she's all right so i was like all right picked up the bags and i was like oh she must be just there oh no she wasn't she was right up the haymarket with that little wheelie trolley and she was round the corner and i thought right, i'm never going to catch her now before i knew it she was right up to the christ church and i couldn't catch her but anyways i just thought right you know she might go home tonight eating that chicken feeling really blessed and i just think we can always do so much more you know, I've had so many challenges this week that could just knock me clean off my feet. And I thought, you know what? When I lose contact with God, my connection with God, I'm an absolute mess. I'm a shell. I can't function right. I'm lazy. I'm lying around. I'll go, oh, I've got chronic fatigue. Or like, you know, it's like, I'll go, Grace, can you wash the dishes? And like, my, my children have been such an absolute rock. God's my rock. But God has put something in my children to help me go through this time. And I know that they're going to be blessed beyond measure, like in many different ways in their life. And they've got life skills to take out. So their experience with a, a really um, passionate man with lots of problems, you know, they've been able to take something from that. And they're going to go out into the world and bless others. And um, that day, Aaron actually found 20 pence on the floor. And he'd actually been told off for stealing from school a couple of weeks ago. And he took the 20 pence off the floor and he went and gave it to the man who was playing jazz and stuff like that. So it's just little tiny things can bless. And I mean, you already know that. I don't know what I'm winching for. <laughs> it's like, I just, just being passionate, you know, it's, I know you already do it, but just do it more. So anyways, yes, that's my little story over. 
grab a key, and there's definitely not that many, but if you want to share, that's fine. Grab a tag, um, yeah, write something that's come to kill, steal, and destroy. Something that you're not dealing with or haven't dealt with, write it on the front, on the back, make a choice. How you're going to help other people, how you can help yourself. And um, yeah, so um, just a quick little drawing. Um, the key, God is at the centre, and all those things that came to kill, steal, and destroy you, that's the key to your future, it's the key to your destiny, but not just yours, but other people's. So there you go.